Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. This is Michael Woodward, and this is Season 2, Episode 31 of the Jumble Think Podcast. T minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Jumble Think Podcast. We explore the ideas and dreams behind some of the leading entrepreneurs from around the world. Along the way, we will give you some tips and ideas of how you can chase your own big ideas and dreams and change the world around you. Our guest on today's episode is Johnny Cooper. More about Johnny in a moment. Our guest on Monday's episode is our good friend, Jim Akers. He was a guest on season one, episode 21, and he's coming back to share some exciting news on things going on in his world, including a new book called 14 Strategies for Breakthrough Performance. So make sure to come back and check out Monday's episode with our good friend, Jim Akers. Now let's jump into today's episode with Johnny Cooper. Hey there, welcome to the Jumble Think Podcast. My name is Michael Woodward. I am your host and so glad you've chosen to join us for today's guest, Johnny Cooper. Before we jump into the interview, I want to encourage you wherever you're listening to this podcast, click that subscribe button. And if you're listening through jumblethink.com, there are several buttons there to places like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Play. Click on over to your favorite place to listen to podcasts and click that subscribe button. That way you never miss an episode of the Jumble Think Podcast. Now let's learn a little bit about today's guest, Johnny Cooper. Yeah, I'm Johnny Cooper and I'm the founder and owner of thesuccessparty.com. I help transformation professionals, so uh, trainers, coaches, therapists and consultants who are serious about finding more of their ideal clients more easily and without paying for advertising. Uh, this big idea started in my mind uh, only a couple of years ago. I've been a, an accidental coach for the best part of two decades, uh, just kind of taking on work from businesses as, as a business coach, uh, helping with HR issues, helping with things like exit strategies, marketing, growth strategies, social media, that kind of thing. Bit of a jack of all trades, and we all know the second half of that phrase, don't we? So um, I I really wanted to dig deep into my true purpose, uh, find my authentic self, and uh, define a lot more closely uh, who I really wanted to work with and where I felt I was able to offer the most impact and transformation. And um, that turned out to be people just like me, really, coaches, 
trainers, therapists, you know, transformation professionals. And uh, it became very clear to me that many, many people in that sector were perhaps not doing so well. They were doing great with the transformation they created. In other words, they were good heart-centered coaches and service providers. But in terms of identifying their ideal clients and then finding enough of their ideal clients who would pay them enough money so they could earn a living um, was an enduring challenge and still is. Yeah, I mean, I, I find purpose and fulfillment and, and significance and impact by helping coaches who are you know, bumping along the bottom, perhaps haven't got started quite yet or just have a few clients who've paid them and, and, and not paid them enough. And, you know, finding that, uh, that, that point of transformation, you know, what's going to make all the difference in their lives is what gets me out of bed in the mornings. The biggest challenge I have in my own business is letting go of stuff that I, I don't have to do myself. And I'm getting better at it. I've taken on a virtual assistant this year uh, who is doing quite a bit of the gnarly stuff um, that I really don't have to do. So, you know, social media posting, uh, outreaching to potential partners uh, and potential clients up to a point. And, um, yeah, I'm getting a lot more relaxed into my own skin, which is, you know, all about doing what only I can do. The next big goal I have for my business is to uh, achieve my levels of freedom and independence uh, in three key areas. So financial independence is number one, and I have a, a specific goal there for a, you know, a level of revenue, which I would then tick a box and say, yeah, I'm doing okay, I'm financially independent. Doesn't mean I'll stop there, but it's, a, it's an intermediate goal. Um, Another important type of independence or freedom for me is location independence. And I coach all my clients on this as one of the you know, key benefits of running a transformation business in the 21st century using digital tools at our disposal. And that's getting your business to a point where you don't have to be there. You don't have to show up in a particular location uh, at a particular time uh, ever, basically. So... I'm practicing what I preach. I, I spent the uh, the first month of this year in Tenerife, one of the Canary Islands, which is kind of the equivalent of the Caribbean, I guess, to, to Americans. And um, at the end of this week, I'm going to spend another couple of weeks uh, on the Costa del Sol of Spain, uh, in southern Spain, which is uh, a town called Marbella, which is probably renowned around the world for being a kind of um, playboy resort, but it's actually a really good place to do business too. And I'm taking all my laptop and all my mobile recording gear down there and, you know, building a business that I can operate from anywhere in the world is one of my major goals for this year. Um, and the third independence that comes alongside that really is time independence, time freedom, so that I'm not tied to my business at any particular time of the day beyond uh, scheduled calls, which I control and I decide, you know, how much I work and when. So the answer to the question, what's my um, biggest goal for this year is to create much more independence and freedom um, financially, time-wise and, and location-wise. In a moment, we'll be right back with the interview portion of our conversation with Johnny Cooper. But first, we wanted to let you know about some cool free resources you can find from us at JumbleThink. If you swing on over to jumblethink.com guide, you will find two free guides on our website. The first one is Overcoming the Unknown, 
And the second one is how to know when you have found your dream. If you swing on over to jumblethink.com slash guide, that's jumblethink.com slash guide, you can find both of those guides completely free for you to download. Now let's jump back into our interview with Johnny Cooper. Our guest today is Johnny Cooper. Johnny, thank you so much for taking time out and being on the JumbleThink podcast. Hey, you're welcome, Michael. It's my pleasure. I'm really excited to be here. We're going to jump into this interview in a second, but I want to give you a moment just to let people know how they can find you. Uh, so where, where can people find you? Yeah, that'd be cool, Michael. Thanks for the opportunity. My website is thesuccessparty.com. Um, you don't need the www these days, or you can write it if you want. So it's thesuccessparty.com. And I'd encourage you to uh, drop in your name uh, on the homepage there and, and your email address. And um, you'll, you'll get into my uh, uh, daily email sequence, which is called the Daily Brain Tattoo. And um, the Daily Brain Tattoo is a little nugget of marketing wisdom, hopefully, which is uh, squirted straight into your inbox on a daily basis and uh, getting huge engagement, um, great reviews. People tend to love them. So um, I'm assuming you, you will too if you sign up. So that's the thesuccessparty.com. Uh, the other place I hang out is in my Facebook group, uh, which is one of my favorite places to be in the whole world these days. Um, I have a, a great posse in there in my um, Johnny Hates Marketing group. So it's dead easy to find on Facebook. There's uh, nobody else with vaguely the same name for their group. There's no um, <laughs> Bob hates marketing or Sheila hates marketing or anything like that. It's only Johnny. So <laughs> you can find me dead easy on there and I'd, I'd uh, love for you to join and uh, engage with me and the rest of the community. We're going to dive into the world of coaching and marketing and not marketing and how you can market without marketing and all of those things. But yeah. first, we got to lay a good foundation here of uh just how impressive your story is. Uh, you've raced race cars, you've, you play <laughs> piano, you do all of these exciting, fun things. Um, tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial story of how you've gone from, uh, you know, maybe your early days as a kid into how you've become uh, an entrepreneur, because there's a lot of uh, little pivots in and uh, side roads and little journeys along the way. So how did you become an entrepreneur uh, through that journey? Yeah, I, I, it was an unconscious um, transition, really. And I, I've I've never given myself that title, I don't think. Um, I, I just never had a job, Michael, to be honest. <laughs> I, 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 I'm unemployable now, for sure. And I think I fundamentally always was. Um, when I when I left school, I became a professional musician. And um, I, I, I toured around the world in various bands, none of which are worthy of naming at this point in history, I don't think. Um, but I did, I did, you know, cruise ships and uh, played in hotels ar around the world um, and, you know, had a, a reasonable career in my 20s and just got to the end of my 20s and thought, well, you know, I'm not making any money of this. I haven't made it big yeah. yet, so pro probably yeah. not going to. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I, I saw an advert in one of our local papers. It said, closers wanted. I just thought that's a fantastic title. I'd love to be called a closer. I have no idea what it is. but yeah. um, And then it went on to say uh, £1,000 a week. And that oh. seemed like a load of money to a musician yeah. who was getting you know £25 a gig kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I went along and it was these guys 
selling home improvements, you know, selling fitted kitchens, kitchen remodeling, as you call it in North America. And uh, yeah, yeah. I spent four years kind of learning the craft of sales, you know, closing wow. sales and becoming a closer. Um, and I did pretty good. I mean, I, I became the top closer in actual fact in this organization, which had like 800 salesmen around the country. And they were, they were mostly men in those days. So um, I, I kind of got the hang of that and um, earned a bunch of money. And then um, I met up with a guy who said, look, you know, you can't sell any more kitchens. You can't charge any more for them. So how, how are you going <laughs> to okay. earn any more money? How are you going to grow? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he introduced me to an industry with an unlimited earnings potential, which was financial services okay. and, and still is. Um, so, you know, your earnings in financial services are, are linked to the average earnings of your average client, basically. Right. Um, and that, that really was a big lesson for me, understanding that, you know, working with wealthier people would make you wealthy as well. Um, and I, I joined an organization and then, and then swam out on my own. And by, by the mid-90s, I was building a financial services business in the U.K., which I sold in 2003. Um, and at, by that point, we had, blimey, we had 200 staff. We had eight, eight wow. offices around the country. Wow. Uh, we were turning over 10 million quid a year in 2003. We made just, just over a million quid profit. Wow. Um, which attracted made us attractive to various purchasers. There was, there was a big yeah. kind of um, yeah. rationalization in the industry at that time. Uh, and we sold out to a, a publicly listed company in 2003. Um, and, and I just kind of, you know, called my heels for, for a year or so and fell into coaching. You know, I became an accidental coach, really, because yeah. some, of, some of our former clients from that business were fairly high-flying business people themselves and they were asking me to advise them in business to you know help them with exit strategies for their own enterprises and uh, help them with you know growth strategies and um, marketing and that kind of thing so I just became a rag bag of a business coach you know <laughs> Johnny was the go-to guy whatever the question the answer was yes you know and um, I did that for 10 years or so and, and got to kind of 2015 experienced a bit of burnout um, because I was just running around, you know, chasing clients, um, not doing any one specific thing, but doing lots of different things. And, you know, we all know the second part of the jack of all trades expression. <laughs> yeah, uh, master of none. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not good news. Um, right. So I, I, I started studying. I started reinventing myself and looking at you know, a lot of the, the, the great and inspiring online entrepreneurs and digital coaches, you know, people like Frank Kern and Mike Dillard and John Lee Dumas and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the guys at Traffic and Funnels and that sort of stuff. And um, I just saw a common factor in everything they were doing or, or a number of common factors. Number one, they'd, they'd worked out what their superpower was and is. So yeah. they realized what they were yeah. bringing to the world, you know, their one thing, um, which I hadn't up until then. Um, they worked out who it was for. So, you know, all, all those names I've just mentioned have got an ideal client that they market to all the time, single-mindedly. Yeah. Um, and thirdly, then, they all had a signature program, which I never had. I would just offer my services, you know, yeah. with a kind of vague hourly rate sort of thing, <laughs> <laughs> um, which, you know, all those things are, are not good growth strategies. Right. And... Uh, the three things I've mentioned, which is working out 
what you do, what your superpower is, working out who it's for and working out how you deliver it, you know, the what, the who and the how. Those are what I call the three pillars of effortless marketing, which I've now understood and I employ in my business. And I, I show all my clients how to bring that into their practice too so they can start to thrive and, and um, you know, less, less work, more impact kind of thing. Yeah, I love uh, you, you used the word accidental coach. You said it in the intro at the very beginning of the, the episode, but then again, you just said it now uh, here. Yeah, that's what it felt like, yeah. Yeah, and I love that whole philosophy of sometimes things just kind of make sense. Uh, mm. And often, I think we try to strive to make things happen or figure it out and all that kind of stuff. But it's it's interesting. Uh, you also mentioned early on about um, kind of reclaiming that independence again, getting away more, being able to reflect and and yeah. think and process. And and it seems like those two things go in hand in hand, finding what it is that, that you were designed or created to be, and also uh, finding this place of rest. They go hand in hand, finding the freedom of really stepping into um, um, the things you should be doing. Like for you, you stepped into coaching. You you moved from music to finance into, uh, of course, then what you're doing now. And, and it was this accidental journey. Yeah. Do you think that's common for most people? Do you think that people are trying too hard? What is the kind of underlining uh, issue there that most people are striving for something but not hitting it? Yeah, I, th I think there's to, to a great extent um, – life happens doesn't it mm -hmm. things happen right. you put you put yourself in a position of accepting and, and being open to opportunities and opportunities arise you know clearly if you just sat at home and watched the tv all day um <laughs> nothing would happen so there's right. an input from you but you know it's interesting what you said you know you can't plan too far ahead i don't think and you know you just think of the boyhood thing you know i mean my, my yeah. last two and a half now and um, I, I have an older son, and when when he was five, he wanted to be an astronaut, you know. Yeah. And you know, if those things uh, ever set the path for the rest of your life, he, he'd, he'd be an astronaut now, wouldn't he? And he, and he certainly isn't. Um, so I, I think, you know, it's a matter of, of being open to opportunity and keeping your radar on. I, I do feel, you know, we all have stuff which is more suited to us to our to our purpose, you know, to our identity, to who we truly are um, than other things. But um, there are a ton of things I could be doing. I'm sure there is for you as well. You know, we could, if we had to, you know, if coaching, yeah. <laughs> coaching didn't exist, there's right. a lot of other things we could do, isn't there? I could, right. I could earn a living in music. I could earn a living showing people how to drive race cars. I mean, I, I wouldn't earn very much for that because it's not highly valued, but it's something <laughs> I could do. Um, I, I do a lot of work with my clients on the um, the Ikigai principle. Have you seen that? Okay. The, the, no, no. Oh, it's, it's, it's a real probably value bomb for, for, for you and other people listening. Um, it's spelled I-K-I-G-A-I, -I, Ikigai. It's a mm -hmm. Japanese um, process, basically. Yeah. And um, it, it's a, a, an overlapping chart of four circles, so it's a Venn diagram, basically. And um, the four circles, respectively, are things you can do, uh, okay. things you love to do yeah things the world needs yeah and things you get paid for okay and you make a list basically of stuff that fits it all those each of those four circles and what overlaps in the middle is called your guy. 
sort of thing. Okay. And it, it sets your purpose. It's a way of establishing what you should be doing right now, basically. <laughs> and <laughs> you've got back to your Ricky guy, you know, um, in different phases of your life, and you'll write different things in, in the four circles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when, when we do that, we have some revelatory moments in some of my group programs because people are writing things they like to do. They're writing things that they can do. And they're writing things that the world needs. Um, and when they come to filling out the bottom circle, which is things they get paid for, none of those, none of the things in the other three circles are actually in the fourth circle. <laughs> and, and we go, boom, that's why you're yeah. not earning any money. Because yeah, you're doing yeah. stuff that nobody's going to pay you anything for. Okay. And that's a huge revelation for many, many heart-centered coaches who, you know, just do what they love just for the yeah. hell of it. Um, yeah. But, you know, here's the thing, Michael, you've got to get paid. And, <laughs> you know, you're no good yeah. to anybody. It's it's the oxygen mask analogy, isn't it, you know? Mm -hmm. When you get on the plane, they tell you to put your own mask on first when the planes dive into the ground, you know? Yeah. Because uh, you're no good to anyone if you're gasping for air. And yeah. um, whereas we, we should never start out just with the goal of earning money because that, that rarely works. <laughs> um, it, you have to find something uh, yeah. for which earning money is at least a happy byproduct. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you mentioned wor the word uh, finding your superpower earlier on. Is that yeah. what this Ikigai kind of philosophy is, finding that superpower in which uh, you partially stand out, but also it's it's something that in which people will pay you for? Is that what you're talking yes. about? Yes. Okay. I, I would absolutely define a superpower as uh, something that you're good at, okay. <clears throat> something that you love doing, mm -hmm. um, something the world needs, in other words, something that impacts on the world and something you get paid for. You have to okay. tick all four of those boxes. Yeah. Um, superpower, which is worthless to anybody else in, on the planet, is... Yeah, it's literally not not a superpower, is it? Really? Yeah. It's, uh, it's just silly. Yeah. Just wasting wasting <laughs> everybody's time. <laughs> so so yeah. true for sure. Now I want to jump a little bit here. Uh, you have a your business name is called Johnny Hates Marketing, or at least that's the Facebook group name. Um, Correct. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people can resonate with that. They go, whether it's traditional marketing, oh, I'm going to go get, you know, the ad, the TV spot, uh, mm. the billboard, the newspaper ad, or whether it's a, a new media technology, I'm going to get on Facebook and do Facebook ads or Facebook groups or, um, you know, Twitter or whatever that is for them. A lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business people look at that and go, well, one, it's overwhelming. Where do I start? But two, yes. uh, it just seems like such a grind and waste of time when you're in it. You're just yeah. going, uh, does anyone see me? Does anyone hear me? How can we mm -hmm. navigate that a little bit better? Well, you just hit the nail on the head. You, you just made an overwhelm list um, <laughs> much better than I can because you, you put TV in it. I hadn't even thought of that. Um, yeah, it, it is uh, literally overwhelming. Um, plus, it's not enjoyable. I do not believe anybody who says they they love marketing. It's a simple misunderstanding. <laughs> what what they love and what we all love is what we get out of marketing. Right, right. You know, we look we love a steady stream of our ideal clients knocking on our door all day. You know, we love checking our bank balance at the end of the month and seeing 
all all the dosh that's dropped in there. But <laughs> I don't know. Do, does anybody get up in the morning and say, "Whoopee, I'm going to do some marketing today"? But 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 you know, for for the rest of us who really just want to make an impact on people's lives through mm-hmm. our coaching and, and therapy and the rest of it, um, we need to keep marketing to a bare minimum. We need to identify, you know, what we literally need to do to grow our business and to thrive mm. and to cut out all, all the rest of it. I mean, you mentioned social media and there are there are over a hundred social media platforms right. with with more than a million followers each. Yeah. So you could argue that, you know, oh let's get on a, all those hundred platforms. <laughs> well that, that would just be that would drive you mad, wouldn't it? You right. you would be barking insane by yeah. the end of uh, you know trying to do that. So you know, I, I show my clients how to pick the one social media platform where their ideal clients hang out okay. most often, okay. most frequently, and you know what what um, what attributes that platform has, which makes it easy for you to find them and them them to find you. You know, mm. and you know in our in our sector, for a lot of people, it's going to be building a thriving Facebook group. Okay. Right now, Facebook group is a great place to be. It's a great greenhouse, uh, an incubator, however you want to term it, right. where you can start to build relationships, build engagement, and start conversations with your ideal clients. You know, the way the Facebook groups are set up um, just makes that easy at the minute. The other thing is is uh, is LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. Love LinkedIn. I didn't used to. Yeah, I didn't used to either. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you when you I don't know what you love about LinkedIn, but for me, it's the the depth and breadth of the search function. Right, the fact that you can just nail people down by their singular job role or their job title, uh, and then nail them down by location as well. If you wanted to find, you know, all the chief financial officers in Boston, <laughs> uh, you could do that in two clicks right. Right. of your mouse, yeah. and you'd have a, a page of. I'm, I'm going to guess 4,000 people who are all CFOs in Boston, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, link, LinkedIn is massively powerful. But as I say, you know, we're, we're getting into a little bit about tools and tactics and stuff. And um, I can't stress too highly that the what has to happen before that, and I literally call it before marketing, this is the before marketing piece, Yeah. you know, is those three pillars, you know, what you do, who it's for, and, and how you deliver it. Yeah. Uh, until you've got that nailed, there ain't any point in going to LinkedIn or Facebook because you've got nothing to market. Well, let's let's dive a little bit deeper into that. You mentioned earlier about, like, uh, the John Lee Dumases and those big-name coaches or or specialists out there, and what they've done well is two things. One, they've identified their avatar, their audience, their ideal customer. And two, they've yes. created uh, one stellar, focused, highly focused program. Yeah. Uh, it, that process of defining the avatar and then creating that one program, it can be just as overwhelming as the social media aspect of it or the marketing piece. Because, mm. you know, it feels like when you're defining your avatar but what what if i'm hitting the wrong audience what if i'm not reaching the right person or uh you know there are so many things i'm passionate about how do i define that how do i narrow that down how do i really reach that person Mm. and then from there how do you create the message the the movement the the program that really serves that community so can you give us some insights into that 
Well, that's a really great question. If you've got 12 weeks, you can jump on my program. I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, in, in, a, in a nutshell, um, it comes back to remembering the order of those three pillars of effortless marketing. So the what, okay. the what, the who, and the how. So the what mm. has to happen first. You see, when you, okay. when you understand your superpower and what you can do, what you bring to the world, and then you start answering your own questions about, okay, um, what big problems do I solve mm. uh, or what desires do I satisfy with this? That naturally then leads on to who you do it for. So what big problems do I solve and, and who it's for, you know? Um, so understanding your superpower then leads to thinking about who that superpower would benefit. Yeah. Okay. Who, who has the problem that you solve with your superpower? Who has the desire that you satisfy with your superpower uh, and or both, you know? Um, and w when you've identified that, you can then start to think about what kind of messages would appeal to them? How would they like the solution delivered? Yeah, because we're then into the how. They're designing the program, aren't we? Yeah. You're designing it for your ideal client. I mean, let, let, me, let me give you a exact example of this so one of my avatars in the success party is called Derek so my my avatars are literally as corny as this you know going back to the <laughs> 90s avatar development of you know finding a name downloading an image that looks like your ideal client you know it sounds so cliche and corny this but it's very powerful it works because when you've done that you then start to draft all your messaging and, and uh, create all your products with that person in mind. So my Derek, he's a business coach. He's in mid-50s, travels to see all his clients. Um, his week is full of A, traveling, and B, coaching. Uh, he does a 65-hour week, typically. He can't earn any more money because he hasn't got any time to fit any more clients in. He charges by the hour. Uh, and he can't charge him any more. He thinks he's peaked with his charges. So... Um, he's fed up, he's drained, he's worn out, his wife's about to leave him because she never sees him. Uh, he hasn't had a holiday in five years. <laughs> so this is Derek, right? Yeah. So Derek's problems are that he's working too hard for too little money. So how I solve that problem is I show him how to create group coaching programs so that he can combine uh, his clients into groups inevitably when you've got 20 clients that you're going to see in a week there'll only be three or four different problems that you deal with across all those 20 clients you know everybody in business has the same issues whether it's you know shortage of money whether it's lack of clients you know mm. whether it's chasing debt all that kind of thing <laughs> these are the same problems that come up time and time again so you can group people by their problems Derek can you can get them onto group coaching. You can say, listen, guys, I've got some great news. You know, I'm not going to be pestering you every week in your office. What we're going to do is just an hour a week on Zoom. We're going to get together. You're going to meet three or four other entrepreneurs like you who've got the same problems, and we're going to unpack them and unravel them and make everything better for everyone. How's that sound? So what he's done then is he's cut his working week down from – well, to start with, it was 65 hours, but 30 of those were spent in his car mm. when nobody was paying him for anything. So he's halved that down to 30 hours. He's then been able to group them. So he's probably working four or five hours a week now, okay. coaching the same number of people, getting the same impact, but just organizing his life in a, in a modern 21st century digital fashion. Right. So my program is basically a 12-week program that I – 
that Derek joins and I show him how to do all those things that I've just mentioned to massively change his life. So that comes from understanding what I do, which is I, I help coaches, you know, to, to massively simplify their lives and, and find their ideal clients more easily. Um, it's for people like Derek. That's my avatar because I know that they're suffering by not doing that. And then my signature program almost designs itself. You know, I just sit down with Derek and a bunch of other people, guess what, in a Zoom group. <laughs> <laughs> and and we, we show them how to do all those things that are going to change their lives. Wow. So th this stuff's not rocket science. It just needs a little bit of um, understanding of what the basics are, you know, what the basics are, what you do, who you do it for, and how you deliver it. Um, once you've cracked that, you know, the sky's the limit. You can scale indefinitely forever, basically. I love how just specific you are because I think a lot of times it's easy to be like, oh, they're, you know, this age bracket and they live here or but you got really, really specific, and uh, and and it feels like you might know more about the avatar than the avatar knows about themselves, almost. Oh God, yeah, you got it absolutely. Because you know the avatar ultimately is a you know it's a it's a conglomeration of of different people you've met with with different problems, and you've identified you know specific problems in different people. But you know, as a, as an avatar, as a, as a combination of those people, it, it speaks to. My, my ideal client, full stop. And, you know, the, the other important thing about that, and I'm glad, glad you picked up on that because it, it informs everything I do, you okay. know, the, the accuracy and focus of that avatar development. So when I write my daily brain tattoo, I write as if I'm writing a personal email to Derek. Yeah. So it's it's not a salesy email. It's not, <laughs> hey, you it's guys. Writing to it's writing a friend almost. Yeah, it's not, I wanted to tell everybody in my group around this, you know, I hope you guys like this, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's not, hey, Derek, my my active campaign is much cleverer than that. It names them personally. <laughs> it, goes, it, goes, it goes, hey, Brian, or hey, Barry, or hey, Sheila. Uh -huh. um, I just wanted to tell you about this because I think it'll be really useful for you. Uh, and, you know, all my messaging, whether it's my emails, daily emails, whether it's the headline in a Facebook post and the content in the post, you know, whether it's a, uh, a LinkedIn message, or wherever it is, you know, I'm speaking to my ideal client singular, okay. not not a bunch of people who might become my clients at some point in the future. Yeah, and I think that's the key to resonate. It's the key to getting people listening to you. you yeah, know? if 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 you think you, you've been to, you've been at gigs, I'm sure where yeah, yeah. where it, it's like the musician or the or the singer particularly. Is, is singing at you into your soul. And you, you look around and people are crying in the audience because you know, yeah. the song means so much to them. Yeah. And you get people saying this, oh, it's like he was singing just to me. Yeah. yeah. And they've nailed it. They've nailed it, you know. And you become a global icon, whether you're a pop singer or whatever it is, by speaking to your audience, your ideal audience, your ideal person, and speaking to them personal as if they're, an individual, which of course they are, you know, people are not a group. People are a person, aren't they? Yeah. It's the difference of, Hey, you guys versus, Hey, you. And, yeah. And exactly. being that I, singular. I, I, never, I never use plurals in yeah. any of my messages. It sucks. And, uh, it doesn't resonate half as much. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you're specifically working in the world of coaching, but this principle applies everywhere, whether you're, right. you've got the next amazing product or you right. have a different kind of service or, 
whatever it is, uh, this whole principle will apply to all entrepreneurs, all business owners that right. if they can get into this space, you know, they can all of a sudden get into a flow that other people are missing. Yeah, completely. And, and, you know, just, just to validate that show how, how true that is. Um, one of my live shows, I do two live shows a week and okay. incidentally, Michael, you're welcome to come on in the group. Um, quite edgy because they are live, they're not edited literally, but, um, yeah. Uh, my guest yesterday was a guy who has been a branding consultant to uh, global corporations. So he's worked with Procter & Gamble, he's worked with Ernst & Young, he's worked with Nike. Um, and the stuff he was talking about brand was directly transferable to solopreneurs, to coaches, you know, to mom and pop businesses. You know, these things, these principles are the same because they're about humans interacting with humans. And if you distill all business down to H to H, not B to C or B to B, but H to H, human right. to human, right? then, you know, you're going to get your messaging out whether you're Nike or whether you're anybody else. You yeah. know, you've got to be talking to your ideal audience at any particular time. So to make an analogy here, uh, there are different methods in which you're fishing. You can cast a wide net in which you catch a whole bunch of things and you have to throw a bunch of stuff back that you don't want, those unideal clients, those people that are drained. Or there's yeah. the method where maybe you're fly fishing or you're single pole fishing <laughs> where you're – and I'm not a fisher, so I, I don't know why I'm no, making this that. analogy, but you know, you're I, I can tell you know, so uh, – um, but it, it's that whole like being very, very, you know, singular versus the big net kind of philosophy. Yeah, of course it is. And, and you know, once you understand that, you completely cease to become offended, upset, wounded yeah. or hurt in any way when people leave your world. Because what, what you actually want, the, the, the name of the game is to get as many people who are never going to buy from you to get the hell out of your world. <laughs> Because they, they they just clutter the place up, don't they? Yeah. And um, I've got a pal who's a who's a very significant uh, digital marketer. He has a a mailing list of uh, quite a few hundred thousand. I think probably more than half a million now. Wow. And he says when he sends a campaign out, um, if three percent of the uh, audience doesn't unsubscribe immediately, he knows he's not been powerful enough in his messaging. Wow. So he wants he wants three percent of people to get the hell out of his world every time he sends something out. Wow. Um, because he knows if they don't, then his messaging is too wishy washy, it's not direct enough. Um, you know, it hasn't polarized the audience sufficiently that mm. a bunch of people are gonna buy. Yeah. Because, um, uh, you know, if you try and appeal to everyone, you appeal to nothing and there's nothing more certain than that in, in marketing. So that's, 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 that's quite interesting though, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. And I know that you've mentioned uh, in some of the resources that I've checked out that uh, you should be ignoring 99% of the population 99% of the time because uh, that isn't going to be getting to your bottom line of whether it's revenue or influence. If you're focusing on the 99 instead of the 1% you should be, uh, then mm. your message is going to be diluted. Is that is that fair what you're saying? It, absolutely not not just you yeah you, 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 your messaging is is wrong if you're attracting less than your ideal clients of course but the, the the other thing to bear in mind here is that most of the people listening to this and myself included you know haven't got a half a million mailing list so it's not just <laughs> it's not just a numbers game it's right. not just a kind of you know data issue when three percent of the people 
only unsubscribe. Right. Um, it's much more important to us than that because we we have to have conversations with our clients if we're going to be getting people onto high ticket programs. Yeah. And you know, my average onboarding call takes around about an hour, forty five minutes minimum. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be spending those hours with the wrong people. <laughs> right. I mean, that's an that's an an immeasurable cost, isn't it? An yeah. Immeasurable cost. A waste of time and a waste of resources and. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to run out. We're all going to run out of time before we run out of uh, potential clients. Right. You know, both on right. a micro scale, week by week, but on a macro scale in our lives. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to waste another hour of my life talking to someone where there's zero possibility of ever becoming a client. So this foundational stuff, you know, impacts not just on your business but on your life. You yeah. know, yeah. You can't be wasting time trying to onboard people who will never onboard in a million years. You should have filtered them out before, long before that, you know? So good. There's a lot we can talk about. I want to make sure that we give you a moment to, uh, again, tell people how they can connect with you. You've got some cool retreats that are going on. You've got the Facebook group. You've got, of course, the success party, Johnny Hates Marketing. How can people connect with you again? Yeah, I, I think just so we don't overwhelm, um, I'm, I'm not going to give you a, a package of stuff, a menu. That would be <laughs> dreadful, wouldn't it? And uh, it would that would call me out, wouldn't it? Um, so what, what we're going to do, thesuccessparty.com, uh, on my homepage, there is a simple uh, three-box fill-in where you put in your name, your email address, and uh, you get the daily brain tattoos in your inbox. Obviously, you can unsubscribe if you think you've made a horrible mistake but uh they are they are good fun and uh there's all the nuggets of pretty much everything that um we've covered today michael uh there so the successparty.com just sign up free subscription get your daily brain tattoos the other place to hang out where you know we can we can literally have a conversation within minutes of you listening to this broadcast um is in my facebook group called johnny hates marketing and daddy's defined facebook is very kind in the search if you type in johnny hates marketing <laughs> it will it will deliver me to you straight away we'll be right back with johnny cooper and our rapid fire questions I hope you're enjoying today's episode with Johnny Cooper. If you haven't already, I want to encourage you, swing on over to jumblethink.com slash guide. That's jumblethink.com slash guide to claim your free guides. We have two free guides going on right now. One is overcoming the unknown. And the second one is how to know when you found your dream. JumbleThink is all about helping people achieve their big ideas and dreams, and we want to give you these resources to help you on that journey. So swing on over to jumblethink.com slash guide and claim your free guides. Now let's jump into our rapid fire questions with Johnny Cooper. We're back with Johnny Cooper for our rapid fire questions. Johnny, are you ready? I am born ready. All right. I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always ready. <laughs> that is awesome. So the first question is, what is one tip you would give someone with a big idea or dream and they don't know where to start? Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I, I'm going to be completely unoriginal here and uh, <laughs> quote, quote the estimable legendary Simon Sinek. Okay. Uh, start with why. Yeah. Um, start with why you want to do that. Uh, start with why it matters. Start with why it would matter to anybody else if you did that or if you didn't do that. Um, you know, a great foundational question I often ask is, uh, if you didn't exist, why would we have to invent you? Mm, that's good. Um, and it's a bit it's a bit esoteric, that, isn't it? It's a bit out there. <laughs> but uh, most people can't imagine not existing, of course. But, you know, you get the point. Um, it's okay to have a dream, but 
when you start digging into the why, you really start to unravel whether it's a, a viable dream or whether it should stay um, behind your closed eyes. What is one change you would like to see in the world? Uh, I would like the world to be a kinder and more peaceful place. Mm. Uh, I would like to see less division amongst um, the members of our species. Uh, you know, we're the, we're the only species who argue over pointless um, points of view and opinions and uh, and how we look and how our skin is coloured yeah. and all that kind of thing. And that needs to stop. And if it stopped tomorrow, it wouldn't be too soon, you know. What do you want your legacy to be? Oh, I, I would like people to say that uh, Johnny changed my life. Okay. Johnny helped me to create a thriving business from an idea that was a bit of a mess yeah. to start with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where do you find inspiration? I, I don't think I look for it. I think it's just kind of there. Okay. I show up and I, and I do stuff. I, I actually think it's a misunderstanding mm. uh, of the human condition okay. to say to yourself that you need to be inspired, you need to be motivated, you know, I'm not feeling it today, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. I, I actually think it comes the other way around. I think you need to do stuff okay. however, you, however you feel, yeah. whether you feel like doing it or not. Yeah. The stuff that you've decided to do and that it will get you towards your goal mm. and you should just do that, yeah. whether you feel like doing it or not. And um, you will then start to feel motivated and, and inspired just as a result of taking action. Because, as you know, Michael, the only thing that ever gets results is taking action, isn't it? Yeah. So you take action, you get a result, you feel great. Yeah. I feel great every day because I do stuff every day and I get results every day because of that. So yeah. it's the other way around. It's the other way around. You don't have to feel good to to do stuff. You have to do stuff to feel good, I think. What is one book you think every dreamer or entrepreneur should read and why? I wouldn't want to point you to any one book, really. Okay. Apart from, okay, here, here's a smart Alec answer. Okay. You're going to have to wait <laughs> eight weeks because the book everyone should read is called Johnny Hates Marketing. Okay. Uh, and it's 99 ways to find your ideal clients without working like a dog, um, being a douche or spending money on advertising. That's what it's called. Um, and that is the book that everybody should have. But, you know, if you were to make a short list of books, you've got to say things like, you know, the four-hour work week. Yeah. Um, Tim Ferriss. Uh, Tim Ferriss, you know, the, the seven habits of highly successful people. That's another great classic, isn't it? Yeah. How to win friends and influence people, going back to the 1930s. You know, yeah. that's an enduring classic, isn't it? And then modern-day stuff like Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Click funnels guy. Yeah, you know, that's a that's a bit of a reference work in that sphere. But there's too many to name, isn't there? You <laughs> just you know, just, just the bottom line is just read something. You right. know, read, right? You know, read and read and learn every day. Yeah. What is one tool that is significant for the success of your business? Um, so digital tools. Um, I, you know, the the middle of my business is my my email automation. Really. Okay. Um, which which links into to funnels and that kind of thing. I'm not massively techy, and I mean, I, I think I've stressed that without advertising is a key byline of my business. I, I don't 
advertise for clients. It's all organic um, through engagement and conversation. Um, so my, my my basic tool is called Active Campaign. I okay. use that for all the mail stuff. Yeah. Uh, another tool that I couldn't live without is my scheduler tool, uh, which I use. You can book me. Okay. And I I know Calendly is good at that, but if yeah. you haven't got a scheduling tool, geez, you know, you need to do it. You remember that? You remember the crazy old ping pong we used to do? I'm no. okay for Monday on <laughs> three o'clock. How are you? Oh, no, I can't do Monday. How are you for Tuesday? Oh, I can't do it. I can do 11, but oh, can you do yeah. half 11? Oh, yeah. And it, these things go on for weeks, man. Yes. And um, and you you end up losing as many people as you actually <laughs> book. So you can book me. It's perfect. I just say, yes. right, grab a slot, you know, jump in. Uh, they get my schedule. Sometimes people send me their scheduler, but it's just such a no-brainer. I mean, that's that's got to be tool of the year, hasn't it? Yeah. I think. Yeah, I love that. I use one. Uh, I use a different one, but it has made my life so much easier. I completely I know, agree with that. It's insane, you know, ping pong, ping pong. Yeah. You used to like, call people up to arrange an appointment, and then <laughs> they weren't there, so they'd call you back, and it was like, whoa, <laughs> Jesus. I, I can't even imagine living through those days. It was madness. What is one habit you find helpful in your life as an entrepreneur? Just getting on with it. Okay. You know, we, we've talked about this before, yeah. you know, show, showing up and taking action, having a defined action okay. um, or a number of actions to do in a particular day. So um, my, my to-do list, I call an action list. It just, just sounds a bit more vibrant than a to-do <laughs> list. Um, and there are a maximum of two or three things on there in a particular day. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I read a great book about, you know, the, the, the guy was saying there's only actually ever one important thing you need to do in a day. Mm. Um, any more than that. And, and you can let them go for another day, you know, but I, I've got two or three things that I, I do and I get through in a particular day. Um, and I know that I can stop work when I've done them, uh, but I can't stop work until I do. So, I just think it's that accountability, isn't it, of, of yeah. holding yourself to taking action yeah. and defined action every single day so you're moving forward all the time. How do you start and finish your day? I start my day three times a week with a gym visit. Okay. Um, I fit in meditations on the days when I don't go to the gym. Okay. Uh, I finish my day... Uh, well, I finish my work day by getting up and walking out of the office. <laughs> uh, I finish my day before I go to sleep um, watching TV, actually. I mean, okay. your, your wonderful country gives me a lot of excitement and <laughs> intrigue and stuff. I'm, I'm just getting into Dexter at the moment, ah. which is a, yeah, what a, what a show that is. That guy's amazing. I'm only on season two, so don't give me any spoilers. But uh, uh, yeah, so I, I'm get, I get I do stuff like uh, you know Blacklist and Scandal. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, all the, all those shows which um, we fall for in the UK. We love them. We love you Americans <laughs> when it comes to shows. If you weren't doing what you're doing today, what would you be doing? I'd be working out how to do what I do today. <laughs> Probably. Um, oh, good grief. Um, I mean, it, 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 it's a multi-layered question. That I'm, I'm sorry to, to, to uh, probably give you a more complicated answer than you wanted, but um, if I literally couldn't do what I'm doing, if there's something that stopped me doing it, so I had to do something else, um, I'd, I'd be playing music, I guess, and I'd, I'd be accepting probably a more um, what's the word I'm looking for? A more jo joyful, continuously joyful life a more sanguine existence, but uh, 
I, I, would, I wouldn't have any money to spend on stuff and holidays and things. I don't know whether I'd be any happier overall, but it'd be a different way to live, wouldn't it? Our final rapid-fire question is, what is one dream you are still wanting to fulfill in your own life? Uh, yeah, to go and live in the sunshine. Okay. Hmm. Go and yeah. live somewhere sunny. That's a short answer for you. As we wrap up today's episode, I want to give you a moment to leave us with one last thought. Uh, I don't know. Never walk backwards into a sauna. There you are. Johnny, it's been a lot of fun having you on the podcast today. Thanks for taking time out, giving us some great insights into the world of... of hating marketing but finding other ways and uh, sharing your stories with us it's been a lot of fun yeah it's been a ball really enjoyed it thanks so much Michael once again we want to thank today's guest Johnny Cooper for taking time out and sharing his story and giving us insights on why we can hate marketing but still make a successful business as we wrap up today's episode I want to encourage you if you have a big idea and dream that's been burning in your heart that you just can't get out of your mind. It's time to move it forward. It's time to make it a reality. So make those steps, make those intentional choices to move that dream, that idea from the place of imagination and into the place of the real world. The Jumble Think team is here to help you and we'd love to be a part of your journey. So drop us a note. Let's start the conversation and see how you can take that dream and make it into a reality. Thanks again for tuning in. Now get out there, dream big, and make those dreams change the world around you. Les mères de famille, les enfants, peuvent également prendre un moment revitalisant dans quelques mois. Lorsque vous aurez bien saisi la technique et que vous serez maître de votre corps, vous pourrez vous décontracter même en travaillant. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.